0: Well, the season has started. It's all kicked off. It's the winter again. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, it is. I am here with Andy from Snow Camps Europe, as usual, Hello. and I am Paul from Ski Structure Academy. Um, we're going to have a little bit of a, an update as to how this season has started off. Um, and I would say, although it hasn't started off um, fully, I would say, slow, slow, where it literally, was it's very dry. There's no snow. It did get, get some big dumps, but then it's it's went warm and also dried up a bit, hasn't it? Yeah, we I think it was, it's
1: been about two weeks as we record this today. On what are we? Tuesday the twenty sixth. It's been about two weeks since it last snowed, um, and as you say, it warmed up. So the cannons haven't been running. However, today the cannons were running, um, and today is a national holiday here in. Austria. So it was very busy up there, but it is very sketchy. It's very icy. A lot of the um, glacier ice is poking through, and even though they're grooming it overnight, it's it's then kind of been freezing. It's very granular and machinie-like, and it's getting dr- it's getting. Uh, pushed off very quickly, off. and then ice is is through. So it's not, it's not the best, but at least we're skiing, and th- there's work to be had, and there's lots of people up there taking lessons. And
0: your you yeah, arrivals started. I hate this this week um, at the end of um, October because it's where the Dutch have holidays, the English have holidays, the Germans. Yeah, I think Everybody up comes down, up and it's up there a horrible. This week. week
1: we've got obviously Austrians are on holiday, Northern Germany's on holiday. There's some English people over there. Last week was the Dutch and it was the southern German half. So, yeah, it's been a couple of busy weeks. And I think we've had this over the 10 years I've been here and with you guys is we've had a couple where we've had not a lot of snow, which means everybody is on them two T-bars. Yeah. And you're in a two-hour lesson, you might get two runs in. Although what they have managed to do this year is they've opened Sonnenkar and they've opened the Schneehauser. So I think there's 12 lifts open. But the big problem is... There are so many race teams up there and they are taking up so much of the terrain that the paying tourist, 60 euros, 50 a day, are getting two and a half to three runs at the moment to ski on, which.
0: Yeah, it's a difficult one, that balance of, um, and especially because I always didn't understand why they don't charge them for ski lanes mm. because it's like anybody could go up there and book a ski lane <laughs> and it's like, well, surely there's a charge to it, but no, I mean, we book ski lanes all the time for our examinations and things and we, we don't pay. and um, which is a bit weird. Uh, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't think as a tourist, and I know people are desperate to ski some people and they love it so much, but, um, I would not be skiing at this time of year. I would wait always till about the first week of December where A lot of the exams start finishing off. Mm -hmm. The race has definitely disappeared. And you get this two and a half weeks in December where it's epic. Like, there's just nobody about. And the snow's now getting really good. And I can see it's going to snow next week, for example. You know, when our lot arrive, typically, it's going to start snowing. (laughs) There'll all be first day on the slopes with, like, powder and stuff. We've talked about this in another
1: podcast, haven't we? It it always snows. And... 200, 300 of them go up and they have the most horrific first day. <laughs> they've all got new boots. They've all got new skis and they don't understand why they can't ski and it's because yes. there's so much
0: fresh snow. Um, what it, What is normally good, I find, is, you know, okay, it's maybe a bit of a myth, but you tend to find if it's a slow start, it's a good season. Mm. If, if it comes in too fast in October... I sometimes think, oh, this season January is going to be pretty dry, and it's February is going to not be that good, and that tends to be proven. And you really wanted to start snowing sort of mid-November and start to really come down, and so maybe it's a it's a good omen for for this year. But my recommendation is generally to people look avoid this time of year because it's limited, and because it's limited, the people up there are all crammed up. If you just give it a few weeks, you'll be much happier. And once those race lanes thin out, once their resorts start opening up. Yeah. And, that, that and that's here. what
1: we're waiting for. Again, if it, if it does snow the amount it says it's going to snow, I think it's next Monday or Tuesday, then a fair few of them races some of them will be gone because they're here during the school holidays. But then the other ones, which are slightly more professional setups, let's say not just the school kids, um, will move on to other areas. Yeah. Um, so they will spread out a little bit, which frees it up a bit for the courses. But yeah, beginning
0: of December beginning of December I would say Um, and that would maximize your entertainment value definitely and more guarantee better conditions that's what we're sort Mm. of saying now from the side of traveling in I mean always this time of year it's it's pretty relatively simple with um, finding accommodation and stuff because there's an abundance of it Um, and certainly if you're going to be skiing you know quite a number of weeks of the year then I think you know a way to save money is to try and pin yourself to one area where you can get a season pass and get your season
1: pass in the the pre-sale and you save a fair a whack of money
0: but can they do that because they can't get them online uh, you'd have to be here to you prove can. their status
1: uh i bought a lift pass for somebody who is in portugal last right. week um and i had to have their photo their name address date of birth and i had to sign on their behalf that they would uh comply okay. with all of the covid restrictions And if they were to pass their lift pass on, which I didn't believe you could do, um, they would also ensure that that person would uh, comply to all of the COVID restrictions. So I think people who are outside the country, there are ways they can get lift passes. And I think the Super Salzburg
0: card is now available online. Ah, okay. It wasn't right. at first, but I think it now is. But um, Because, you know, when we when say buy a season pass of an area, it doesn't mean you're trapped to come into caprun then. A season pass, especially those Super Salzburg guards and stuff, would allow you to travel quite a bit into different resorts. Mm. And you could go, ah, I'm going to have a couple of weeks in Salbach. Come to Capron, go to Fiebertown, or wherever you know where that card covers. So it's yeah. you can have different holidays and different. Yeah, the
1: different the areas. Salzburg card's massive, um, but even just the the, the the Alpine 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 card, Alpine do they call card. It? Yeah. That covers you what Leogang, Fieberbrun, Selbach, Hinterglams, LMZ, Capron, Capron. Um, there's more than enough skiing for a few weeks, and I think it works out if you're going to do more than two weeks, buy a season pass. Yeah, exactly. and if you can buy the season pass in the pre-sale you save even more money Yeah, because yeah. I know last year I had, I had some people come over for three weeks so they all bought season passes on the very first yeah. week
0: and then from the side of bars, restaurants clubs, apres and all that sort of stuff accommodation availability is still there and certainly all the restaurants are opening up and everybody's keen to make some money So we're not seeing any problems there. Yeah, there's a bit of issue with staffing, but it hasn't shown anything yet. I mean, everybody can get food, drink, and beer, which I'm sure is what they want, Mm -hmm. Um, and they can find accommodation. So basically, everything's just full gas. And I I was reading the news before I, uh, when I was in, sorry, when I was in Birmingham to the show, and I, I did read that they expect the ski season to go ahead as normal and um, that's that's their expectation there may be a, a possibility they have to slip into that 2g rule mm-hmm. um and that basically would mean then your vaccination is imperative you, you need it otherwise you, you're just not going to be the move um or you'd have to have the antibodies for example well, i think
1: for people and our, our audience is predominantly uk based i would say but there are a lot of people from around the world but we we keep talking about 3g's and they're coming back to us and saying, "What do you want about with three Gs?" So just to explain, we've got a tiered system in Austria. It's three, two, one, and it's at the moment it's based on the number of intensive care beds that are taken up, and depending on how many beds are taken up, depends on how many restrictions we have. And the three Gs are basically vaccinated, recovered, or tested. But in German. The past tense starts with a G. That's why they're called the three Gs. So don't worry that you don't understand what 3G means. It's nothing to do with masts and phones or anything like that. It's just have you been vaccinated? Have you recovered? Or have you been tested? And at the moment, to go into a restaurant or bar, you have to have those three. If we go down to two, three, G, one right. of those three, yeah. If we go down to 2G, we will lose the test. If we go down to 1G, we will lose recovered. And it will only be vaccinated people and there is some talk that there will be another tier comes in that if it goes very wrong with the hospitals and they get very full that people who aren't vaccinated are going to have to then go into a four-week lockdown. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so the, the further blackmail of getting people to take the vaccination goes on. Um, and we don't want to get involved in the politics of anti-vaxxing and vaxxing and whatever. I've already said that a million times. It's a personal decision. But certainly the governments are, are making life as, as uncomfortable as ever. And, and one of the things I, I always find funny, and obviously when I was in England, once again, as I, as I showed people my um, Gruner Pass we have here, is where it says, um, nightclub... <laughs> entry approved <laughs> it's like i am approved to get into a nightclub with that did you
1: go into any nightclubs while you were in england
0: oh no <laughs> in fact what was the weirdest thing with the exhibitors stand was obviously they have an exhibitors party i didn't even get an invite <laughs> someone's trying to tell you something like, we were walking i'm going what's all these drinks they're lying like lining up against these walls and all this like beer and champagne i mean i think looks like they're having a party. So I think they have an egg because you normally know they do have an exhibitors party. Yeah. in to say. I, I, to be fair, I don't go anyway. But you know, it'd be nice to get an invite, though, <laughs> since <laughs> I was the sponsor <laughs> of the stands. <laughs> so yeah, so I was Nuts. chucked out. So look, it's the start of the season. It's a quickie podcast, but it's just to tell people that um, it's a very positive um, outlook. It's kicked off. We're all mm. skiing. Um, we're back on snow, and you can be too so i wouldn't maybe the best thing to do is don't delay like rather than wait till march for your ski holiday get out when you can to make sure Mm -hmm. that's probably the best advice at the minute and enjoy the slopes because they're opening up snow is coming and you probably missed it for a few years so i bet you're desperate to get out here Mm. time to do it
1: drop us a line and we'll look after you when you get here bye for now everyone ciao ciao